Hey everybody, welcome back to the Dwell Podcast. Today we wanted to try something a little bit different. We're still going to be reading through the book of Acts, but we wanted to kind of make things a little bit more conversational as if we were there in the room with you, pulling out our Bibles and just talking like girlfriends. Um, And so how we're going to kind of do today's podcast is we are going to do the dive in and wait part of the dwell process with you um, and just kind of talk along the way. If the Holy Spirit highlights things um, for us, we'll just kind of share those right here. And then our prayer is that we can finish out the rest of the dwell process throughout the rest of this week um, on our social media and our website and different ways like that so that we can kind of break this up just a little bit and hopefully that can deepen our study and create a greater sense of community for us. Definitely. And so if you guys remember last time we read Acts chapter 2 verses 14 through 36, which was Peter's sermon um, in response to um kind of the 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 naysayers yeah they didn't believe necessarily believe what was happening when the holy spirit came upon them at pentecost Mm -hmm. Um, and so now we're gonna move in we're gonna finish out chapter two and so we're gonna read verses 37 through 47 and so what we're gonna see here um is just some really sweet stuff about forgiveness and then the church as it begins to grow awesome well ashley Let's dive in. (laughs) What happened? We've only done this how many times? A lot. A lot. Did I say it wrong? No, I did. Oh. I was going to say, let's do this. Let's do this thing. Okay, let's try it again. Wait, let's say the normal thing. What we're supposed to do. Let's dive in. Okay, are you ready? Yeah. Okay. Well, Ashley, (laughs) let's dive in. (laughs) Okay. Let's dive in. Starting in verse 37. Now when they heard this, they were cut to the heart and said to Peter and the rest of the apostles, Brothers, what shall we do? And Peter said to them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. For the promise is for you and for your children and for all who are far off, everyone whom the Lord our God calls to himself. And with many other words, he bore witness and continued to exhort them, saying, Save yourselves from this crooked generation. So those who received his word were baptized, and, they, and there were added that day about 3,000 souls. And they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and the fellowship, to the breaking of the bread and the prayers. And awe came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were being done through the the apostles. And all who believed were together and had all things in common. And they were selling their possessions and belongings and distributing the proceeds to all as any had need. And day by day, attending the temple together and breaking bread in their homes, they received their food with glad and generous hearts, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to their number, day by day, those who were being saved. Okay, so now we are going to wait. Mm -hmm. And we'd also like to invite you, if you have um, a 
pen and paper handy, we're also kind of transitioning this to wait and write. Yes, I'm so excited about this. All the colored pens. All so, of the pens. Um, Go one back thing to that, that dwell toolkit. Absolutely. Sorry, no, you're good. One thing that we've been doing, um, as we've been kind of doing dwell with our group of girls Mm -hmm. is we've been giving them key verses to write out Mm -hmm. and so we'll share that with you for sure um but let's go ahead and get started I'm going to start reading and then we will chat get your mild liners ready ladies look at you I have my pink one all right I'm sorry so proud sorry so bad okay When they heard this, they were pierced to the heart. My English teacher heart loves that imagery. You know, Mm. like, can you imagine being pierced to the heart? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I feel that. And you should. I think think that um, that's purposeful. Yeah. Because especially since Luke's writing this. We love Luke. We love Luke. He's so good. And said to Peter and the rest of the apostles, brothers, what should we do? And that makes me think of like, you know those times when you just realize how you were wrong? Hmm. And you're like, what? Like, how do I fix this? Uh Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, like I remember those moments in high school where I did something and was just like, total idiot disobeyed my parents or whatever and maybe it was intentionally or maybe it wasn't but nevertheless I made a mistake Mm -hmm. and fought or got grounded or whatever may have happened and you know you just feel that tension you feel the tension between like you and your family and it's just awkward and you're Mm -hmm. like how do we get past this moment right yeah they know what happened and you know what happened you just but nobody's to, talking about yeah it. it's so weird well I think about um I think some of my best moments in teaching mm. um were when I messed up or I yelled mm. I got upset and then I would come back and apologize and yeah. one thing I've noticed is I do that with my boys now mm-hmm. and so I'll say something like you know I'm really sorry that I lost my temper I wasn't really mad at you I was mad at this situation or, or something, you know, whatever else it was. Yeah. And Noah has actually done that with Micah now. Noah will say, you know, Noah is my seven-year-old and Micah is my four-year-old. They're so cute. <laughs> but Noah will go back and tell Micah, Micah, I'm sorry that I yelled. I wasn't, um, I wasn't mad at you. Mm-hmm. I was mad because whatever, you stole my Beyblade or whatever they right. talk about. But it, it's just funny that that's powerful. What we do, what we do when we realize that we're wrong, mm-hmm. is that is that's important. Really, the because we're all going to do something wrong, absolutely, multiple times in our lives. But it's what you do, like you mm-hmm. said, it's what you do when you've made that mistake that really changes you and changes your life and changes the life of other those people. around you. Exactly, that's a really good application. So I'm so glad to what? have you. So Peter says, he replied, repent and be baptized. And you know we love that word, repent, I now. I love repentance. Now we do. We, we've talked about before how that word has sometimes carried a negative connotation. Mm-hmm. Um, because it, it sounds like, repent or you're going to spend eternity in. Right, yeah. And we'll, I think, so we're, get, we're coming up to Acts chapter 3, which we one of my favorite chapters in the whole Bible, which we'll talk about why repentance is so great. Yes. But yes. I, it, it at all, ugh, words, only in this past year 
have I ever heard about repentance in a way that it was not coupled with or talked about with only the wrath of God. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. You know, and the wrath of God is a real thing, and we should take that very seriously. But I think there's a whole other side of repentance that you miss out on. Right. When you... When you only focus on, I'm repenting... Fearful, yeah. And because of wrath, you know? Right. So he says, repent and be baptized, each of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. So mind you, they've just witnessed the Holy Spirit come upon the believers, Mm -hmm. and they're like, they've said, no, you guys are just drunk, Mm -hmm. and Peter's like, uh, no, you didn't, Mm -hmm. and so now they're like, okay, well, what do we do, and Peter is literally telling them, this is how you get that gift. Mm -hmm. You repent, and you are baptized in the name of Jesus, Mm -hmm. and then you will have that gift, and so I think that that's important, um, of seeing that for the gift that it is. Yeah. And having the spirit. And one thing, oh, I can't think of the verse right now, but one of the verses I just read last night talked about staying in step with the spirit. That's good. And so that's one thing I'm kind of, I'm learning that the Holy Spirit is less like Jiminy Cricket and more <laughs> like, uh, uh, you, know, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. It, it's, I, I'm just really encouraged in this season of what I'm learning about the Holy Spirit. Yeah, I know. It. It's he's so awesome. I mean, yeah, I love that you said it more or less like Jiminy Cricket, which is just like this little voice that only corrects you. Yeah, you know. But the Holy Spirit, especially in this season of COVID nineteen and a lot more isolation, I have had to really learn that the Holy Spirit is my friend in the truest sense and my counselor Mm. and my teacher, you know, just some, he has so many different, I guess, like roles, you know, but he's the best and the purest form of all of them. Right. And I think about, you know, (laughs) we talk about how instantly they were all able to speak in tongues Mm -hmm. or whatever. I think about often how the Holy Spirit has helped me in the last month. Mm Mm-hmm. Not it's not like I'm speaking in tongues, but mm-hmm. I can I have been more mindful of when I'm talking to you, mm-hmm. the words that I choose mm-hmm. are different from how I'm talking to my kids about the yeah. gospel versus how I'm talking to our boss versus mm-hmm. how I'm talking to our our school our students. students. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I think part of that is I'm not speaking a different language, but the Holy Spirit is definitely guiding me in mm-hmm. In my speech, yeah. you know, yeah. and that's another gift it of is. being mindful of kind of how we talk to people. Yeah. Well, and it's kind of like, you know, if you hear people say like, read the room, yes. you know, like yes. understand your audience. <laughs> and, but I really think there's like a gift to that because mm-hmm. I mean, Jesus, if you think about Jesus, he was speaking the same language as his disciples, but he had to use certain words and he had to teach them in a way that they would actually understand right and even then they still struggled because I mean don't we all Mm -hmm. but I think that's so true like the Holy Spirit was in Jesus the Holy Spirit is what helps us meet people where they are yes that's what I'm trying to say period so good that's I love that oh oh 
It's okay. <laughs> okay, sorry. You know that noise. <laughs> for the promise, <laughs> for the promise is for you and for your children and for all who are far off, as many as the Lord our God will call. With many other words, he testified and strongly urged them, saying, Be saved from this corrupt generation. Mm. Okay. okay. Yeah. Get it. <laughs> so, those who accepted his message were baptized, and that day about 3,000 people were added to them. They yeah. devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching, to the fellowship, and to the breaking of bread, and to prayer. I mean, right there, that one sentence. Mm-hmm. You, I mean, I think we we hunt and we search and we want to know what our purpose is in life and, and all of these things. Dude, <laughs> devote yourself to teaching, to fellowship with believers, and breaking of bread, and to prayer. What else do we need? Yeah. When I love this because, again, like the way that Luke is writing this, or I don't know, but whenever I read that, I'm just like, man, like, this is just so rich. Mm. It's just such a rich picture of these people's lives were literally transformed by the Spirit. Like, it changed the way that they did their daily lives. It wasn't just about me, myself, and I anymore. It was about, no, we're devoted to God and we're devoted to each other. Mm-hmm. And it helped, it, and it, it increased their community. Right. You know, and... I don't know. I just, I think my prayer, and I say this all the time since I've been reading through the book of Acts, but I want to be transformed like this to where I don't look the same and to where I'm empowered to think about people other than myself and I'm, I'm empowered to meet people where they're at, to, to gather in community. And maybe that looks more like digital community right now for us, but I don't know. I just want to be changed. Mm-hmm. And I just feel the richness of the Holy Spirit's movement in this. And it's so good. Right. Mm. And then it says, Everyone was filled with awe, mm-hmm. and many wonders and signs were per- being performed through the apostles. And side note, that's like awe, A-W-E. It's like, it's not like awe. Like bewilderment. It's like, ooh. You know, it's that kind of thing. I think of George of the Jungle. Oh. You've probably never seen that movie because I'm old, but... You're not old. Whatever. I've seen it. I just haven't seen it enough to know. <laughs> I read a book, though, that said something about... Um, oh, it's impossible to be consumed with yourself mm-hmm. when you are experiencing awe. So when you are mm-hmm. experiencing, like, delight, if you're delighting in the things, the gifts that God has given us, you know... I was thinking about... Because the, the other day, I was... I know my husband hates this, but my cat was in the house and she was purring next to me. And I was literally for like 30 seconds, just completely enamored. Yeah. With Mm. just listening to her purr. And I was like, thank you God for that Mm -hmm. gift. Cause for that 30 seconds, I was not thinking about myself. Yeah. (laughs) I was thinking about the cat and how awesome that was. But I mean, it, it is true. And there are studies that show in our brains, like Mm -hmm. awe is so good for us. So I love that. And that is so true. I have my it's funny you mentioned that with your cat. My husband and I ha- we have two dogs and we we have these random moments where cuz our dogs sleep in bed with us. I know that might be gross to some people, but whatever. I don't care. <laughs> and so they sleep in bed with us and we cuddle with them and they're like our children cuz we don't have any kids yet. And 
um, we talk all, we find ourselves talking and we're like, these are basically like wolves that we get the privilege to like love and they love us back no matter what, you know? And it's, I don't know. It's just crazy. Like this is a living creature that was once wild that now we get the privilege of loving and caring for and having companionship. Yes. Like there is nothing better than Cooper and Birdie snuggling with me. I could argue that Cooper (laughs) biting the rubber band on my (laughs) arm and popping me with it. (sighs) Totally accidental. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's good times that he did over and over again. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But they really are. They're great dogs. But it is, it's a gift. Mm -hmm. It is a gift to be able to experience his creation in that way. Mm -hmm. I think those are the kinds of things that we don't. They're so common. Yeah. Yeah. But we shouldn't take those common things for granted. Mm -hmm. I love it. Now, all the believers were together and held all things in common. Hmm. They sold their possessions and property and distributed the proceeds to all as any had need. Mm -hmm. Did you hear that? They were not stockpiling toilet paper. Yeah. True. Preach it. Mm-hmm. Every day they devoted themselves to meeting together in the temple and broke bread from house to house. They ate their food with joyful and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favor of all the people. Every day the Lord added to their number those who were being saved. Can you not just, like, hear this? Mm. Like, whenever this is being read, like, I hear the chatter of the, the dishes and... The, and the voices. And the kids playing. And the kids and playing the, in the background. You know, like, I I don't know. Like, this is just such an all-encompassing scene for me. I oh, could you imagine what would happen in our culture today if we suggested that people come to church every day? I'm all for it, but a lot but of I'm people But I'm just saying, like, like, culturally. Like, culturally, we yeah. struggle with... We're like, well, because we've made together. it an event sometimes. Right. It's not fellowship as much as it is a... Well, one, it's like our, I feel like our motives are not always in the right place. Mm-hmm. And everybody has those days. Hannah Montana, thank you. But, <laughs> you know, I mean, if, you, if we go back to the context, right? Like, again, these people, they had received the Holy Spirit. Mm. And the Holy Spirit changed their lives, changed how they did things together. And whenever you receive the Holy Spirit and you don't quench the Holy Spirit with the things of this world, like there's something in you that just, there's a fire and there's a hunger, mm-hmm. you know? And and I think about those moments where you might be, I don't know, at like a church camp or something and everybody's there for the same reason. Yeah. And I feel like that's the why church camp high. The church camp high. I think that's why that happens because it's like for this moment in time we have permission and we are all in one accord to, for the same for purpose. the same reason. Ooh, that's good. You know, and we that's good. You know, and we're and and then it's hard to go back to normal life where because there's not that that title or that stamp of yeah we're at church camp. Mm-hmm. We forget to meet together every day. We forget that we love praying together, that we love worshiping God together, that that's what we were made to do. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just something I've thought about. We need to make every day like church camp. Yeah. 
And it's okay it's, if it's, it's a not, mindset. It's a mindset thing. Yeah. It's being, it's having one purpose because ah! ooh, that's okay. Bible down. <laughs> but it's like, you know, when we, when we're back in the real world, everybody has their own agendas mm-hmm. and their own. It's inconvenient. Right. To make time to go to, to pray Bible study or, or to, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Well, it's like you can be a real human being. Like you can show up to Bible study and be like, "Yeah, I'm not really feeling it, guys." But you're but then you're in community and you're encouraged through the spirit, through others. Right. And if you miss a day, it's not like you're going to there's no condemnation, right? It's right. it shouldn't be legalistic, but I just think that there's there's a holy tension right. between and don't, the two. And don't hear that we're preaching like, oh my gosh, we should be in church every day or right. you're not a real believer. Like, that's not what we're saying. No. But what we are saying is there should be a hunger mm-hmm. to allow the Holy Spirit to lead us into yeah. being in fellowship in one accord with other believers. Mm-hmm. And the only way that we're going to continue to grow mm-hmm. the church, the big C church, mm-hmm. you know, is by being in fellowship. And yeah. showing that one accord mentality. Well, and I think about, you know, it says in every day there were people being saved. There were people being added to mm-hmm. their number. Right. And I mean, and if you think about, like, if I walk into a room and there's a group of people enjoying one another in, in a good conversation. You know, you ever, like, walked into a restaurant and, like, you overhear just oh, yeah. people loving the company that they're with. You're like, man, I want that. Like, I want to be a part of that. And, and so that I, doesn't have to happen in a certain building. No. That, that can look like. That can be like. like hey, we're going to, let's go to Torchy's and get some tacos and right. talk about Jesus. Like, that's okay. And enjoy laughter and, and talking about our lives and all that. Yeah. And now, I mean, like, I know it's kind of hard to talk about these things because we are navigating a new way of doing community. Mm. Um, But it's even like if we do get the opportunity to meet together digitally and we have a good time to invite people Mm -hmm. to not let fear get the best of us, but be like, hey, I really enjoyed this group and would you want to come with me? Right. I don't know. Just Mm. thoughts. But it's It's just, it's just contagious. It is contagious. Well, that's today's episode, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us. We had so much fun recording this. I know it was a little bit different, but we really just, like we said at the beginning, our heart is that we are not just reading the Bible to you, but that we are all dwelling in God's word and in his presence together. Um, We are like the early church in the upper room and we are in one accord, you know? Um, Like we mentioned, we did our dive in part. We kind of walked through the weight part um and we'll be giving you some resources to help you write through the waiting um and then throughout the rest of this week we are going to be going through the rest of the dwell process with you on our social media accounts so we have a facebook group and we also have an instagram account and we even have a website and so if you don't already make sure that you like our facebook page and um, go ahead and follow us on on instagram because 
that's where we're going to be kind of walking out the rest of this dwell process together. Um, and we're going to have some really cool opportunities um, coming up to where we can dwell together, especially in this season of COVID-19 where life looks different um, in regards to community we want to create a space where women can come together on a regular basis and just enjoy each other, enjoy God together. And we're really excited about it and want you to come along. So look in our description below or the podcast notes, whatever they're called, and make sure to follow us on social media and continue to dwell with us this week. We are so thankful and excited that you are here and we pray that you have a blessed week. Bye friends.